Welcome to the Podity. I'm Steven. I'm Nate. This is the show where we talk about all things nerdy, from the North Pole to Tooth Palace. And today, we will be talking about Rise of the Guardians. Geronimo. Rise of the Guardians, if you haven't heard, is a fantasy action-adventure film produced by DreamWorks Animation. DreamWorks, woo! Yeah. <laughs> I, wait, have you been talking about quite a number of DreamWorks property of late, right? Uh, How, How to, to Train, train a Dragon, Dragon and we this. spoke about Rise of, no, uh, what's it called? Arcadia? Oh yeah, but that's a while back. Yeah, Yeah, that's a while back as well. But anyway, this film tells a story about Guardians, Santa Claus, the Two Fairy, Easter Bunny, the Sandman, who then enlists Jack Frost, which is actually Jack Frost, the main character, and this is his journey towards becoming a Guardian, to stop the evil Pitch Black from engulfing the world in darkness and fear. I think Santa Claus's name was North, right? Yeah, it's North. Yeah, North. Yeah, yeah. but we know him as Santa Claus. And the sand, the Sandman's name was Sandy. Sand, Sandman. Yes, Sandy. Yeah, Sandy something like his official name. Oh yeah, there's an official name. I, I, I can't, I can't remember. Yeah, Yeah. but there's a official name because they they came from the book. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Amazing actors as well. Since we are at all this Mm -hmm. portion, right? Chris Pine playing uh, Jack Frost. Yep. The main character, and he did a wonderful job as well as Jack. Oh was. yeah, dude! He made he he everything he touches, he makes amazing. That's true. Yeah, I don't know true. about "Don't Worry, Darling," I because that. apparently that whole thing is a shit show. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> and so I'm probably not gonna watch that. I might watch that just for the fun, for okay. the balls. Yeah, but I love everything that Chris Pine is in, and yeah. I cannot wait for the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Yes, because exactly. that will be him at his full ridiculousness. Oh my yeah, I can't wait for that. Yeah, yeah, but he also does have this. Amazing voice, that lead character kind of voice. As yeah, well. of course. Jack, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He has the protagonist voice, man. Exactly. That's yeah. what he's Captain Kirk himself, man. Of course, of course he has the yeah. protagonist voice. Of course, yeah. He's the bard that's gonna steal your heart, man. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next is Alec Baldwin as uh, Nicholas Saint North. Yeah. Um. I mean, he's fine. He it's, it's, it was a good performance, but. Horrible human being. Yeah, I, I actually didn't follow up since the incident that happened last year. Yeah, it's uh, no, he's a horrible human being altogether. Yeah. But, you know, good performance. Yeah. He, and whenever, like, whenever he appears some places, I find it, okay, it's, no, some of it's funny. Love this performance on Friends. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah and that, that it's just, it's, he's there. I like Baldwin. Yeah. And um, it's a really good performance as, as St. North. Mm, yes, yeah. indeed. Then Dumbledore as Peach. Oh, sorry. I mean Jude Law as Peach. <laughs> you, mean, you mean Watson? <laughs> okay. He is also another amazing performance oh, as Peach. Dude. I think Peach kind of sold the show, which I will talk about it later Definitely, on, yeah. yes, man. Uh, you know me. You know I love me a good antagonist. Yes, me and too. And Peach Black was just so deliciously evil. He's like Peach Perfect, right? Well, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's He's not infallible. He yes. has his flaws oh as well, which is so amazing. Yeah. Which is what uh, okay, made, I, sold me for this character. Yeah, and I I think I wrote things about. Oh, you did si- similar to that. Oh, I haven't looked yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually, I haven't looked at your. Yeah, 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 no worries. But it's amazing that you thought of it that way as well. Definitely. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, then we have. Isla Isla Fisher. Fisher. Isla Fisher. Isla Fisher. Isla yes. Fisher. Mrs. Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. I can't remember what other shows is. I think it's in her ah, shows. Uh, oh yeah, okay. Much which was earlier. which was hilarious because yes. as a tooth fairy, no. when everybody <laughs> stopped believing her. Now you don't. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. Yes, yes. As a tooth fairy, uh, she was also in Confessions of a Shopaholic, which was yes. what made her famous, I believe. Isla Fisher. Right, right, right. She was in a bunch of other stuff. Okay. She's yeah. the woman that looks like Amy Adams. Oh yeah, so that's where yeah that yeah. Is. So that's where she comes from. <laughs> from Amy Adams. Yeah, well, kind of. <laughs> There is um they are then the, you have the Easter Bunny played by the huge jacked man. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly huge jack man that yeah, the guy plays that kangaroo. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I'm not I'm, I'm bringing something along with Ryan Reynolds but <laughs> yeah. But now nah, yeah, we know who You know Hugh- how you know how he got into this movie, right? They the director asked him, "Hey, Hugh, do you want to be in a movie?" He's like, "Yep." Seriously? No, this I'm, no. I'm making fun of the Deadpool <laughs> oh, oh, trailer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then he went on on the screen and explained the whole spoiler. Yeah, Not exactly. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, but it's Hugh Jackman. Yeah. He's ama- so <laughs> everything he does is freaking awesome. And I love the interaction with Hugh Jackman and Chris Pine as Jack Frost. Yeah. Uh, yeah I think hilarious. that's the best moments here. I think one of the, like his interactions with everybody. He even hates Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah. The Easter Bunny hates everyone. Yeah, exactly. That's He's just a, a grumpy bunny yeah he is a great grumpy bunny from down under yeah I love it eh? uh-huh. <laughs> and then there's of course the Dakota Goyo he's no longer acting I think but he was in my one of my favourite show 
Okay. Which is real steel. He's oh, the small yeah, boy. Yeah, he's a kid. Uh, yeah, yeah, Ken- that's right. Canton. Uh, what's his name? I can't remember. Ash Canton or something. Ash Ketchum? No. Um, <laughs> yeah, but he's basically the, the, the boy that plays the son of uh, Hugh, Jack- Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Um, Charlie. Charlie, yeah. yeah. Charlie Canton. Yeah. I remember Hugh Jackman. I can't remember his character's name though. <laughs> I know it's Canton. Yeah, like yeah. Baby Canton. Yeah, Baby Canton. There's a second yeah. one as well, right? There's a second one? There's Real Steel 2, yeah. Really? Yeah. When when it come out? A while back. Uh, ooh, I have no idea, man. I thought it didn't come out. I thought there was rumors about it, but it just didn't happen. I think there is a second one that came out. I don't think so, man. It got mm. cancelled, I think. Oh, it didn't even go into production. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was cancelled. Yeah. Because I'm a big, I'm a huge fan of Real Steel. One of my favourite shows ever. And yeah, I'm so sad there's no season two. <laughs> ah, well, we'll see. <laughs> so far, yeah, it's cancelled, right? Everything so. changes over time, man. Remember the Walking Dead episode we did like a couple of months ago? Oh, uh, yeah. So many plans have changed. There's like, it's just one of the shows is just following Daryl now. And then the other the other series is Maggie and Megan. And another, like the movies that were supposed to come out with Andrew Lincoln, who we talked about last week as well in uh-huh. Love Actually. yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's no longer a movie. It's going to be a TV series. Oh, okay. You must be loving that. I love that, man. <laughs> it's going to be a six-episode series that also stars Danae Gurira. Yeah. Who was in recently in Black Panther 2. Oh, okay. I haven't watched Black Panther 2. Ooh, it's uh, pretty good. I really want to watch it, actually. It's, it's a really nice look. I, I, it has flaws. Okay. And I I have my issues with it. Okay. But it's just me being me. Yeah, I know. If so you like I'm us to talk that. about Black Panther 2, <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I'm used to it. If you like us to talk about Black Panther 2, let us know. <laughs> uh, oh, that's hilarious. But anyway, uh, those are, the, I think, the main actors. Uh, which This show, I, I, I love how simple it is as well. Yeah. A uh, few main characters. I love Sandman, that, man. Oh, Sandman, yeah. His voice acting was on point. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is the voice acting of all the animators who are working hard behind the scene. Definitely. Yeah. Physical expression. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is amazing. Uh, but of course, the directors as well. This is the directorial debut or this is Peter Ramsey. Peter Ramsey, yeah. Okay, I, I, I be, I'll be honest, I didn't check him out after that. You, you don't know who Peter Ramsey is? I can't remember who he is. Okay, I know he has something, but I can't remember what. Oh, no, no, I know what it is now. He was one of the co-directors of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, so which we talked about genius, him yeah. Which you talked about him before. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> no, things happen, things changes, memory yeah. disappears. He was also, <laughs> he was also, he's doing a lot of stuff actually. If mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken, he was Rise of the Guardians. He did, I think he's doing Ahsoka. Oh, really? Yeah, as in for 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 Disney Plus. Yeah, he did Monsters vs Aliens. I think. Okay. And yeah, that was him as a director. He previously was like a, I think, illustrator or something. Something to do with that end of production. Mm, yeah. Like art, maybe, or like something like that. But yeah. he was he's worked on a lot of stuff. Yeah. Clearly that his vision in terms of storytelling, directing is there because this movie is amazing. Yeah. And weekly, I mean, the fact that he's the dar- one of the directors of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talk a lot of things in that episode about how they are such how genius. Beautiful, yeah, man. yeah, yeah, exactly. And actually, this series comes from a book called I think it's oh sorry it's a oh, the book series called The Guardians of Childhood. Yeah, yeah. I think something that's quite interesting as I was reading around right, the author of the book who was involved in this movie as well. Yep. And she her name is William Joyce. Okay. Yeah, and actually she started writing this book because her kid was simply asked her what happened if Santa meets uh yeah the easter bunny and then everything comes to this whole story yeah exactly yeah and it's the same yeah. with with lord of the rings dude yeah exactly right just it's just a parent wanting to yeah, tell right, an amazing story yeah. yeah it's amazing and another thing about what she did for this movie because she's involved in it she purposely kind of skipped like 300 years into the future mm, yeah. from where she wrote the book yep because she wanted it to be very different take, yeah exactly to yeah very itself. different to the book itself because in 300 years Things change, people change. Yeah. And the fact that that's happening, it means that in her book, there's whole character development about oh, Santa. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a whole character development yeah, about backstory, man. And it's not backstory, that's the main story for yeah, that. True. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the book. For that's the backstory yeah. to this movie. Exactly. And of course, with Pitch as well, especially the Four yeah. Guardians and Pitch. Yep. I'm sure they have history. Yeah. And that makes it so much. I don't know. And knowing, knowing that is so exciting. The fact you get to see these characters now as well. Yeah. Speaking of the production of this movie, one of the executive producers for this movie was Guillermo del Toro. Oh, yeah. And yeah. what he mentioned about this movie in particular was it was 
he took it upon himself as his job to make sure that everybody's vision was heard. Besides Peter Ramsey, besides besides William Joyce, mm. he also had input yeah. as to the art style and the color and the hmm, how do I I don't know the exact term for it, but he had his input for his vision as well into this movie, and he helped out with a lot of the direction of the movie as well. Oh, wow. which he mentioned that a lot of people also helped out with the direction of the movie. Yeah. So it's a very collaborative kind of prospect. Yeah, and I think collaboration really okay. Collaboration can be difficult, but it, yeah. when it works. It's magic. And to clarify, we're talking about Rise of the Guardians, not Rise of the Titans. Yes, thank you. <laughs> and there's, a, <laughs> there's another movie that people have often mistaken this show with. Oh, yeah? Uh, I can't remember, but it's like, uh, like elfish-looking animation, but I can't remember. It's also like Rise of something. I can't, mm, I'll, I'll, okay. I'll, I can't remember the name of it, but I think there's such conversation. Okay. Anyways, fun fact about this movie. I kept thinking this is a Christmas movie. But technically, really. yeah. it happened just a movie. Yeah, <laughs> but the craziest part, they actually released it on, uh, I think, in November. Yeah. I think it was to actually to fight with uh, Disney, one of the Disney shows. I can't remember what Probably, was it. Probably, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so hilarious because it's about, it's about actually Easter. But of course, maybe <laughs> because the main character is Jack Frost. Yeah. And Santa is a prominent figure in yep. this yeah, show. And his yetis and his elves. Exactly. Dude, how yeah. adorable are those elves? Yeah, those, they're, they're cool as well. <laughs> they're so dopey. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that, that one elf that went through the whole thing and got painted. Yes, wait, hang on. Spoilers. Exactly. <laughs> so, from this point onwards, I think we ca- really cannot hold ourselves any longer. Yep. We want like, to jump into this. Uh, this is about to flood out, man. We're going to break the dam. <laughs> exactly. And so this is the spoiler warning for all of you. From this point onwards, we'll be talking about all things spoiler-ish about this show. And maybe others, I don't know, but probably mostly about this show. This is your final warning. If not, Would you say that this movie is a movie where you should go into it unspoiled and if no ending, will it spoil the movie? I think to me, I think it won't really spoil the movie, but at the same time, I think it's best surf spoiler-free. Yeah. I agree. I do agree. But I think on it has an effect knowing the ending. It's a children's movie, though. Yeah. So you yeah. kind of know everything's going to work out. Yeah. But there are some details that you probably don't want spoiled. Yeah. And we're definitely going to do it because that's who we are. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So you've been warned. So, Ned. Yes. What do you think of this movie? Absolute shit. Thank sorry, you, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> Let me rephrase. It is the absolute shit. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I really love this movie so much, man. I've been watching this movie quite a few times since it came out. And I know I knew, I'm a major fan of DreamWorks. Mm. And I found this movie. I didn't watch it in theaters, though. Oh. Okay. I think it came out in 2013, was it? Either that or 14. Let me pull it up. Or 11. No, 13. 2012. 2012, okay. Yeah, I didn't watch it when it was in theaters. But I did watch it a couple of years later when I was taking like a kind of gap year after enlistment and between uni. So mm. there was a period where I was on working as a call center agent. Yeah. So I had some days where I had to, I had to take off. Yeah. And it was that period of time where I, I went deep into a hole, down a rabbit hole, funnily enough, no pun <laughs> intended. And I found, like I went just searched up all of DreamWorks works. And I found this movie and I just watched it and I loved it. So I've been watching it. I watched it a few times since then, actually. Oh, yeah. I must have watched it about 10 times since 2013, 14. Okay, that's more than me. <laughs> yeah, I think. But yeah, I love DreamWorks stuff. Yeah. The animation is always on point. The stories are so good. Yeah. Except for The Hidden World. And Rise of the Titans. But, you know, they they are very they have always a very strong starting story. Yes. The first yeah. installment of any th- anything DreamWorks is usually good. Yeah. And so I love this movie so much. Is it as good as How to Train Your Dragon? To me, probably not. Mm-hmm. But it is very inspiring. Yes, it is. Yeah. It is so cool. And it, to me, I feel watching... I haven't watched this movie in maybe two years. Okay. And watching it back now, recently, yeah. in preparation for... The, yeah, I watched it this time, guys. Okay. <laughs> I know I, I missed the last three or so episodes by b- bulking up, but I did do it this time. <laughs> so watching in watching it now, with my current eyes, 
I feel like this is a story for kids that is like, it's like an Avengers for kids. Yeah, exactly. This was Avenger before Avenger came out. Yeah, but it's directly for kids, you know? Yeah. And that is so cool. Yeah. And yeah, it just makes so much sense for that. It really gives like a superhero team up for with characters that you know full well. Exactly. You know, yeah. not every kid knows who Captain America or Thor is. Yeah. But every kid should know the Easter Bunny, Santa Claus, the Tooth Fairy. Yeah, exactly. And, intru- yeah. and the Sandman. Yeah. And introducing your new superhero, Jack Frost. Exactly, yeah. Every kid believes in the Boogeyman. So you gives your Im- gives your antagonist immediate credibility. Mm. So yeah, it's such a good show. Yeah. That's what about awesome. you? Well, I love this movie. I think I mentioned it last week. That this is one of my favorite Christmas show, although it's not a Christmas show. <laughs> it's not a Christmas uh, show. Which is so strange. I completely forgotten that this this show actually happens during Easter. <laughs> um but I watched it in cinema when it first came out. Oh, okay. Uh and I remember watching it, I'm like, oh my goodness, DreamWorks stuff is just amazing. Because back then, I mean I back then I was not really into the show or even categorizing like what? But I remember watching this and it just brought back all the memories of all the DreamWorks show. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, they are so good. I realized I love a lot of their property back then. DreamWorks yeah, stuff? DreamWorks, yeah. Yeah, dude, DreamWorks During stuff During that period amazing. of time, it's really a lot of DreamWorks stuff from Kung Fu Panda, mm-hmm. Shrek, Shrek, How to Train Your Dragon. Yep. Megamind. Megamind, yeah. They are all really, really good. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. The one thing I didn't like from DreamWorks probably is like the crudes, but it's targeted towards kids. Uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I understand that I, I, I don't find it like unappealing. Yeah. But it's just, I don't, I don't personally like it very yeah, much. Yeah. yeah. I didn't watch everything as well. But yeah, the big title definitely is amazing. Yeah. But speaking of that, I, I don't quite agree that this, this show is specifically for kids. I think this show no, is... No, no, I said crudes. Oh, no, no. For, kids. for this show even. No, no, like no You no. said earlier? Like no, no, I said kids. it's an Avengers for kids. Oh, Avengers for kids. Yeah. Sure, right, right. It's not yeah. directly for kids. Dude, I love this movie. I mean, yeah, yes, yeah. I, am a, I am childish. <laughs> I am kiddish. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to deny that. But I don't think it's for kids. Yeah, exactly. Dude, the, the, like some of the more kind of detailed performances you can only appreciate if you're an adult man. exactly yeah and you need yeah. someone there to like kind of yeah but yeah. I digress never mind what yeah. are you saying but I was saying that this I just love this movie because it's an action adventure mm-hmm. show mm-hmm. for Christmas or rather Christmas-ish <laughs> yeah uh, I'll take it just as Christmas adjacent <laughs> you realise that I knew this wasn't a Christmas movie but if you go back like a couple episodes uh-huh. ago when I was talking about yeah we're upcoming we're gonna be talking about Christmas related movies yeah and I said or something to do with like something related towards the time or weather that we're in <laughs> yeah I remember that so <laughs> this was the one I was specifically talking about well technically Love Actually <laughs> is also not a Christmas show it is a Christmas movie it's like five weeks before Christmas the lead up is to a Christmas movie I can run you back the whole <laughs> Love Actually episode where you actually even says is the best Christmas movie. Okay, fine. It's a Christmas movie. But no, I'm just saying that the story got nothing really to do with Christmas except for the season. It's revolving around yeah. Christmas. Okay, Okay. anyway. That this, was does, that. this has nothing to do with Christmas yeah. except the fact that Santa Claus is in it. Yeah, that's okay. true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, anyway. This show, yeah. Amazing show. I just love the whole action adventure especially for this season. Um... Sorry, I'm laughing because Why? it makes sense in your logic that because Santa Claus in this movie is a Christmas movie, just like how there are scary things in scary movies, so it's a horror movie. Exactly. That's why we covered it yeah. for Halloween. Perfect. Go check that out, by the way. Your logic is soundproof. Of course. It's yes. not waterproof, though. <laughs> there are some holes. It's just soundproof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I thought about the show, and I just love it from the very beginning. I want to ask you though, what are your, some of your favorite moments of, of this show? Ooh, so many. Off the top of my head, when, when Jack remembers his, his memories. Oh, yeah. And him just always, when, when he was alive, he was like, hey, you kind of always have fun all the time, Jack. You see him hanging from a tree and like, oh, hey, uh, would I lie to you? Would I, like, you always do that. Yeah, I prob- but not this time, I promise, you know. Let's play a game. Let's play hopscotch. We do that all the time, you know. Yeah. One, two, three. And then you see him save his sister. What a good moment. Oh, yeah. What an amazing moment. Yeah, I love that moment as well. I love every moment that Sandman, Sandy is a part of as well. Oh, yes. Because he's so freaking adorable and he's so overpowered. Yes, which I love (laughs) as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. There should be like one character that's overpowered. And what I love is that they took him out early because he, like, it shows the brilliance of Pitch Black. He He knows who to target and how to target them. Yeah. And how to make a multifaceted plan 
Exactly, yeah. And how to make a plan, execute a plan. He's brilliant. Yeah. And yeah, I love Pitch Black. Yeah. His, his, him manipulating Jack as well. Any scene with that. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Yeah. He's such a deliciously, he's like Hades without the comedy. Yes. Which is so cool, man. Yeah. No pun intended again. <laughs> and it's just awesome. I also love that um, St. North, like um, Nick- yep. Nicholas St. Yep. North yep. has a Russian accent for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Which is just amazing. Probably because, I don't know, I think Russia is very close to the North Pole. But my strong suit was never geology. <laughs> then that you should, but I think that's why you got it right. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> No, but I think it is, right? It is, it is, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. So, okay. Because there's a whole, the, what do you call that? The Serbia? What are you talking about? I don't know, like the Tundras. Oh, Tundras, okay. Not Ser- Serbia's a country. What exactly. the hell are you talking about, dude? <laughs> uh, the Tundras, okay. that, that, before you reach North Pole. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. So, yeah. I love that he's Russian for some reason. I love that the Easter Bunny is Australian for some reason. And looks like a kangaroo. <laughs> yeah. He's not a kangaroo, though. He's a bunny. Yeah. He's a six-foot-one Tai Chi master bunny, <laughs> which is awesome. Yeah. I love that he, like there were so many Australian kind of flares in Hugh Jackman's performance as the Easter Bunny. Uh-huh. Like He calls the eggs his googies yeah. and everything. It's just so adorable. Yeah. And him be and him turning into the adorable little bunny. Yeah, exactly. Oh, now you can see me. Where were you an hour ago, kid? <laughs> yeah, I love Hugh Jackman. Everything he does, he just, like I said, turns it into magic. Hmm. And I love the kind of attachment that Baby Tooth got to Jack mm. after Jack saved yeah, yeah. her, him. Her. It, it them yeah I them don't know. it no them. ladies yeah so it's, it's her. They're all ladies yeah they're all ladies because they she always say right the, the mother the tooth fairy like oh ladies uh, behave yourself oh okay yeah right? sure yeah. yeah so I loved it when how she, how attached she got to Jack ever since he saved her yeah which is so adorable and he, she is protective of him mm. when the tooth fairy tried to hug him and everything she just went inside and like pushed her off no 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 you know it's really cool and I love his staff. Just like a minor detail, but I love Jack's staff. It oh. is so cool. Like it, It's a shepherd staff. It's a shepherd staff, yes. Yeah. But, you know, I didn't like that his powers were so attached to his staff. I kind of thought of it, it would be better if it was kind of like a, a conduit. And that the powers were truly within him. Which I still think of it that way. He needs some way to harness his powers. And that's where his staff comes in. That's why when he just fixed it back and then he could use it. But it kind of seemed like me reading too much into this. That thinking of it. It kind of seems that the power comes from the staff. Mm. Yes and no, I guess. Right? Exactly. It's not a definitive yes, no or no. Yeah. I mean, it was just a moment in a show that they used to showcase his brokenness, right? True. I yeah. guess. And his abilities when he fought off Pitch Black for the first time. Oh, yeah. He finally used so cool, yeah. man. And that moment where Pitch and Jack were fighting, look at what we can do. And then you see yes, the structure. I love that moment. With- what goes better with dark than cold? And everything he says just makes so much sense. And that's why I love Pitch Black because yeah. this is the moment he tried to manipulate yeah. so much. And because he knows that either Jack becomes his ally mm-hmm. or his enemy, he doesn't want Jack to be or his he enemy. Takes it out, yeah. And he has a plan B, man. Of course, yeah. The moment Jack says no, oh, fine, give me your stuff. Then Jack realized, oh yeah, he is holding hostage to the... Yeah, Baby Tooth. Baby Tooth, yeah. Now give me Baby Tooth. No, because he's a bad guy. Why yeah, would a bad exactly, guy... Yeah. He's not the devil. He's not bounded by law. Yeah. He is chaos and like just... He is chaos. Yeah, yeah. so he's not going to... like. He made an agreement, but you know, he's going to go back on his word. Exactly, yeah. Oh, such a delicious moment. Yeah, what yeah. a good villain, man. Amazing villain, yeah. I was analyzing this whole uh, Peach Black, right? Mm-hmm. as a character one seemed like you I love how smart he is yeah when he has to go against the guardians who are very powerful by the way he has to outsm- outnumber him outnumber him he has to outsmart them by yeah. slowly coming into the lives of the children mm-hmm. and then the first thing he did yeah again take out Sandman yeah and changing Sandman into the darkness person because he's changing dreams to nightmares yeah and that's his first strategy yeah which I thought was brilliant mm-hmm and he, to be honest, he actually succeeded in his plan. Yeah. The only reason why he didn't, right? Yes, it's because Jamie, the boy. Yep. But it's also because the Guardians made a mistake of allowing Jamie to see them. Yeah. Because if that yeah. didn't happen, they Jamie would have, would have believed it. Yeah, yeah. And they would have lost. Yeah. So if everything the Guardians supposed to do, which Black obviously thinking like, yes, yeah, this is what the Guardians will yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. Black would have won. Yeah. No doubt. Yep. But of course, the Guardians 
with Jack around, they cause some a bit of chaos and mm-hmm. things that the Guardians will normally not do. Yeah, and yeah, that's why that happened. Exactly. Yeah. Pitch Black also is a really amazing villain because he learns from each fight. Oh, yes, exactly. Every yeah. single fight, he learns something and he turns it. He's not that stagnant kind of mm. like same person every single time. And like when he fought Jack again, he said, do you really think that thing would work against me again? Yeah, which didn't. Yeah, yeah. because he learns from each fight and he knows he learns how to counter them. Yeah. It's the same thing with the Guardians as well. Yes. Because you find out that Pitch Black has been turning dreams into nightmares. And when they got Sandy back, Sandy turned everyone back from nightmares into dreams because yes. they were originally yeah. dreams. Yeah. Which is so cool. It is so cool. I love the whole... Okay, this is a bit far, but it's like a magic system to me. Mm-hmm. Because the magic system in this world is actually just children believing in you. Yeah. And I love the fact that the reason Black lost is again because he thought a single child yeah. is nothing. It's, it's the only yeah, time he made a mistake. It's minute. It, yeah. It's his... Yeah, exactly. His bravado, his he got too he got yeah, too pride. Because he's already winning, right? Yeah. And he's he thinks that okay, a single child doesn't matter. I shoots off all the light of the other kids. Yeah. What's one more? Yeah. But they forgot that all you need to do is have a one strong one belief, yeah. Belief from a child, and that's the magic system. And also you know? here's the thing. He didn't account for Jack because Jack wasn't a guardian. Exactly. Which makes yeah. sense as well. Yeah. So everything yeah. that he had to do for Jack, he had to he had to come up with it on the fly. He had to yeah. be planning yeah. it and plotting it for like 300 years or whatever. Exactly. And so he just had to learn it on whenever where he was going and because it was Jack who took him down. Yeah. Because the man in the moon is still the man in the moon. Exactly. He has a plan for everything. He oversees everything. Yes. And that's why he rose Jack to the level of a guardian. Yeah. Because Jack was the one that could overcome Pitch Black. Yeah. It was the fun that Jack has that causes yeah. the kids to be able to see the Guardians as well because yeah. Jack brings in the fun in all of them. Yeah, but yeah. it really was Jamie because Jamie yes. was the one spreading the word of Jack Frost. Yes, eventually, yeah. So Jamie, yeah. of course, definitely played a major part. Very in the big part. And Jamie yeah. was the one that helped defeat Pitch Black. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I'm afraid of you. And uh, what? Yeah, I believe in you. I believe in you, but I'm not afraid of you. Yeah. And then just from there, it snowballed. Yeah. And then they had started to believe and then Sandy came back. Yeah, that scene was amazing because it was it was the the guardians like okay stand back we'll protect you you know yeah. the guardians and then but who's going to, to protect, protect you? Yeah. I will, I will, I will. Yeah. Which is ah, oh, whenever any any of these kinds of scenes happen, it is so amazing. It's so beautiful. Exactly. I just love the idea that the guardians are there to protect the children because they are the most powerful. They are the central of the magic system yep. in this world yep. and they are precious and they are important. Mm-hmm. Yet at the same time, we forget forget also in this world, their belief is, is the most powerful thing as well. Yeah. And it goes both ways and that moment kind of like, oh, right, they are now going to be the one protecting the guardians. Yeah, precisely. Yeah. And also like the way that all North Tooth Fairy and the Jackalope, <laughs> okay, <laughs> they were all kind of had so many centuries of being guardians that they don't really interact with the kids anymore. Yeah, And so they kind of forgot how to interact with kids. And that's why you need Jack, who is like fresh eyes, you know? Fresh team, like... He even mentions, how long has it been since you guys hung out with kids? And Tooth Fairy also said, oh, it's been so long since I've been in the field. I forgot how how thrilling it is. And then Jack is like, it's a bit different up close, isn't it? And because he is the one that's down on the street level with the kids all, all the, the time. time yeah. yeah, It's kind of like how, when Spider-Man joins the Avengers. Mm. Who's going to look out for the little guy? Exactly. You need, yeah. your, like, you need your friendly neighborhood kind of Spider-Man. You need your street level people like Jack to ground everything else. If not, because you, if you're too focused on the big picture, nobody's perfect. You're eventually going to lose sight of the, like some of the finer detail. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just nature. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, you know, like in our real world, like, you know, when a startup grows too big and they just become so far yeah. away, you know, they're becomes so a corporation. Big a corporation. Yeah. They don't, they no longer have the touch with yep. the people. Uh, but when they were small, yeah, everything's about communi- community, you know, everything's about their customers and all that. Yeah. I mean, of course, that's the example. Yeah. Is that your favorite scene from it when Guardians Corp decide to go back <laughs> to their roots and get in touch with their end customers? I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> But speaking of my favorite scene, I think my absolutely favorite scene that always get me every time I watch it, even now, mm-hmm. is the scene uh, very early on when Nicholas, sorry, North. Not, North, when North and Jack were talking, mm-hmm. and North simply showed yeah. what is the center. The Petroshka, the Petroshka doll. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, and then he's a simple question. What is your center? And he start explaining his center. I'm you a can, bit yeah. happy. I can be a bit mysterious. Yeah. <laughs> it's them cute. They can be a bit uh, scary or something. Yeah. Like that. But all of the inside, all I have is what do you know? What do you, what see? you see? You got really big eyes. Yes. Big eyes. <laughs> eyes full of wonder. Yes. I love that scene so much. Yeah. What an amazing scene. And later on the show, I love that show Close It. When at the end of the scene, he asks, so have you found your center? Yeah. Then just Jack, I remember saying, oh yeah, it took a while, <laughs> but I finally figured it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That Which makes awesome. sense. Yeah. He's the fun guardian. Exactly, yeah. The fun, one is the wonder. And we know when, whenever I'm watching it, I'm always asking myself, like as if I'm Jack mm-hmm. and I was being asked, what is my center? Mm. That is such a difficult question. Yeah. And yeah, it's still been a while and haven't figured out as quickly as Jack, sadly. <laughs> Unfortunately, it only it, well, it took him 300 years. You'll get there. Oh, well, he only got the question <laughs> quite a, later on though. True, that's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, But okay, another, like what I love about Pitcher's plan Oh yes, was that he indeed drew Jack out to talk to him and negotiate with him and try and bring him to his side mm-hmm. or take care of him. Yeah. Because... While he's not there, he can kind of he can take care of the rest of them. Yeah, and get rid of the Easter Bunny's belief. Yeah, because he needs Jack to be away because Jack is kind of can hold him off. Yeah, but Jack's not there. He can take out everybody else. Yeah. So his plan required him to be here while his other his nightmares dealt with everything else. Yeah. That is a solid freaking plan, man. Yeah, man. That is of how you plan a plan. Dude is so ridiculously intelligent and Jude Law plays it to perfection. Oh, yeah. I Honestly speaking, like when they announced Jude Law to become Dumbledore, uh-huh. I was thinking of Pitch Black. Oh, because really? Because okay. he's so cerebral and so intelligent and always thinking a few steps before everybody else. Mm-hmm. That's Dumbledore to a T. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Dumbledore always likes to know the big picture and plans ahead of time. He planned freaking his own death, man. Like, yeah. Dumbledore was a perverse old man. <laughs> and you need someone who can pull that off and Jude Law does it perfectly the movie wasn't the best <laughs> we did talk about it in this one episode right? go check out our Harry Potter episode yeah <laughs> <laughs> but in the end Jude Law's performance is what really sold me on both Dumbledore and more importantly Pitch Black yeah that's true yeah because if you had someone like maybe like Rowan Atkinson for example <laughs> as Pitch Black I wouldn't believe him as fully serious sinister antagonist true i will believe him as a comedy and serious antagonist yeah but not a fully serious one yeah and i think it's a good choice from the dreamworks point of view to actually go by that way because if you are going for the comedic kind of evil Mm -hmm. you already you are going straight against a hades yeah which is of course is amazing hades is done perfectly Perfectly, yeah yeah dude even looks like hades man yeah, so if the dude looks like Hades yeah. and he's going with a similar style as Hades, yeah. it's not going to turn out well because people just say, oh, this is just an imitation of Hades. Yeah, it's but just a, a second tier Hades. Yeah, but you get someone now a like Peach Black, yeah. which is oh so smart. Which is brilliant because yeah. this is something that Disney cannot really do. True. Yeah. Because Disney, as always, it should always be targeted for kids. Yep. yep primarily. Yep. And so they cannot have a fully kind of evil character. Yeah. Which is why I love DreamWorks antagonists. Yeah. Like Drago. Uh-huh. Like Grimly Grimmels. Grimmel the Grizzly. Yep. Grimmel. I, I remember, hey, you remember, remember that, yeah. it. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I remembered it all last week as well. But Grimmel the Grimz- Grizzly, like Drago. These are real. Real. All fuckwa. No, no. Let me, let me get there. A real antagonists who are evil. Because these aren't just for kids. The kids show like Shrek, they have kind of jokey antagonists like Farquaad, like the fairy godmother, you know, because that's what you need for a kid's show. Uh-huh. That's the beauty of DreamWorks, though. It's not just a kid's property. Right, It's right, supposed yeah. to be more diverse. Yeah, I guess so. Which is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, like for kids' properties, Megamind. Oh, yes. Yeah, you have your a jokey... Simple, yeah. yeah, you have your jokey kind of bad guy kind of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. But for stuff like this, like Rise of the Guardians, like How to Train Your Dragon... These are the ones that you need, like like troll hunters. Even yeah, you need a bad guy who's uh, right, a proper villain, like sinister, like yeah, a real bad guy who's not jokey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is amazing. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Yeah, any more favorite moments? Uh, I think most of it have been been said. I have one. It's oh, I think okay. in the end credit scene, uh, okay. the, the after credit sequence. Okay, where they were putting all the kids back 
into their beds. Uh-huh. <laughs> and one of the yetis put the put one of the kids back into the bed and then he opened a book and the the kid had a book with an abominable somewhere page and then he just signed it Phil. <laughs> and then he just laughing and just put the kid back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You speaking of that, I love the little jokes that they threw out. Like the guy just colored the wrong egg. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I don't like it. Paint it all red. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Looks too Christmassy, mate. Paint it blue. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeti, poor thing, man. <laughs> poor dude. <laughs> yeah. I love the relationship between uh, Bunny and uh, Jack. Yeah. Where they always start bickering with each other. <laughs> yeah. Like nonstop. And until finally uh, Jamie spoke up and said, Oh, he's the one who told you that you're real. Yeah. And then he, Bunny, you did that for me. Yeah. And then Jack was, yeah. I love the competition. Oh, they yeah, were trying to like yeah, they were like taking the teeth and everything. Yeah. And then Tooth Fairy said, "I can't believe you. You guys take things and take teeth and put gifts almost as quick as my Tooth Fairies do." And then they're like, "Wait, gifts." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know, there's this scene where they, they were, were going to going the laundromat, <laughs> <laughs> trying to get the quarters, out, which is hilarious. You yeah. know, these are the kinds of things that I really love. Yeah. It's yeah. funny, offbeat kind of things that are not necessary yeah but it's so hilarious yeah and then, then the sleigh the whole joke about you know having a everybody big car, loves everybody the sleigh, sleigh yeah. yeah oh I love the buckle up jokes oh yeah buckle up wear the seatbelts it's more of an expression yeah. <laughs> and then when he opened the tunnel oh yeah opens up, buckle up and then North falls down the tunnel aha it's funny one buckle up <laughs> <laughs> That was really cute. Their yeah. relationship is very adorable. Especially the, the guardians, right? All the of them. Like yeah. um, amongst each other, it's so cute. Especially the two male ones, because it's very like Yeah. No, Sandy as well. Oh, Sandy. Sandy was kind of Oh, Sandy was so funny. Yeah, Sandy is adorably cute, but yeah. he's quite competitive as well. Yeah. When he's fighting out when during the like competition to get the teeth, he was also using his abilities to overcome North Bunny and yeah, Jack yeah. Frost. Yeah. Which is so cute. I love Sandy's moment when everybody was arguing about yeah, yeah, what yeah. to do. He was asking him to point and to then, the moon. Yeah. And then he's like, nobody listened to him. Yeah. He took one of the Elf. elves. <laughs> <laughs> and he just pointed up. Yeah. <laughs> also, when Jack when Jack Frost asked North, I thought the elves did everything. You should let continue to let them believe in it. <laughs> and then you see all the elves are just derps. Yeah. I love the elves, man. They are just incapable of doing They are things. just derps. Yeah. And I freaking love it. I love dopey, derpy things. They're so freaking adorable. By the way, Pokemon Scarlet Violet, amazing. One of my favorite Pokemon from there. My favorite, I think, is Pooper. Oh, right. Because yeah. once it evolves, it's so derpy and dopey. Yeah. And I just, I just love derpy, dopey, ridiculously funny things. Like the elves. Yeah, they're so The hilarious. Yetis are cool. Yeah. The stone eggs. They are pretty cool, they're, they're I think. They're really cool. Yeah, like but totems. the elves, man. Yeah. The elves are just so dopey and derpy. But do you see in the last battle what they were using to fight the shadow horses? Oh, shadow stallions. The nightmares? The nightmares. The elves? Yeah. Do you remember? No. They are like in tiny little spaceships. Oh, yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. The around toys, yeah, 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 yeah. That was freaking adorable. Yeah, it's so, so cool, cute. man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the guy, and the elf with the trumpet. Elf with the trumpet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that guy is so grumpy, yeah, man. Yeah. I freaking love him, man. Yeah. He, he got kissed by the other guy and then he pushed him. Yeah. Kissed by the other elf. Yeah. But I mean, these are just the side shows that there's amazing moment. Yeah, dude. This movie is a chock full of amazing moments. Uh, I want to ask you as well. Who are your favorite characters? Sandy, man. Sandy is too cute, too powerful, too adorable, everything. But maybe on the flip side, also Pitch Black. Oh, yeah. Because, like I said, I love me a good antagonist. Yeah. And this is probably one of the better antagonists I've seen in, like, a movie. Mm. He's up there for sure. Yeah. He's like, like I said, he's freaking Hades without the comedy. Yeah. Which, I love comedy, yes, but I also love a really good, powerful villain. And he's not overpowered. Every You see the logic of where he's, he gets his powers from. It's using the hero's stuff to his advantage. Mm. And the only way, because the only reason he lost was because of his hubris. His downfall was his pride. Exactly. Which, yeah. honestly speaking, makes for the best stories. Yeah. When the when the villain defeats himself. It is. Yeah. The story-wise, I mean, it's undoubtedly amazing. I, ah, man, yeah. I, I love, San, uh, no, I, I love Peach Black as well. Mm-hmm. He's like one of the best written, amazing villain that you believable. have. Believable as yeah. well. And his motive is not entirely out of the question you know all he wants to do is to be seen to be feared to be respected besides the feared part it yeah. makes really sense it makes a lot of sense everybody just wants to be acknowledged yeah 
And so him wanting to be acknowledged, yes, he's evil, and I get it, and blah, 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 whatever, yes. But it makes a lot of sense. It's like Killmonger from Black Panther. His motives, his end goal, it makes a lot of sense. That's what makes these antagonists so believable and so much better. Yeah. You know, when I'm doing... Well, so I'm being a dungeon master and I'm doing this writing stories and all that, or researching about villains. One of the most amazing villains that I always love is when the villain parallels the hero. Oh, for sure, yeah. And I love how Jack and Peach are parallel of each other. In what way? Okay, so both of them have the same sto- the same idea where both of them are not seen by anybody. Yep. And it's very easy for Jack to fall into the same oh, yeah. path as Pitch. Yeah. All he needs to do is making a bad decision, allowing his coldness be... To take over him. To take over him, yeah. right? Yeah. And I love that part of the show because it shows that actually it's not... The Boogeyman is not always a bad person. He wasn't created bad. Yeah. He made bad choices yeah. along the way because what he's experiencing is exactly the same as Jack. Mm-hmm. In fact, we get to see Jack see how disappointed he is the moment he's such a people person yeah. and nobody sees and, no, and yeah. when the kids just run through him he was so disappointed yep. and it was the exact same thing that Pitch yeah. experienced at the, end. at the end of the show mm-hmm. I remember watching it as an adult of course and now but back then I don't think I really catch that so you were cool. an adult back then yeah I was an adult but <laughs> I don't think I like a 23 on... year old kid <laughs> yeah exactly no well I'm still a 20, 30 plus yeah, kid, year old year kid old, yeah <laughs> but Shrek was made for your target. You were the target audience of Shrek. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but like that moment when I was watching it, like, oh, right. This clearly shows that, at least to me, that this is the path that might happen to Jack. Definitely. I think it's a path that could have happened to any being that the man in the moon chose. Yeah. Because just like, we're all, like, they're all human ones. Yes. Every one of them. Mm. And for us humans as well, for us regular people in real life, we have the ability to be good or evil in everyday actions. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of how we react to whatever is around us and the actions we take. Yeah. It's the same thing for these um, beings. Pitch wasn't created evil. Yeah. He had the potential in him. Yeah. And he, his actions caused him to become the way he is. Yeah. It could have happened to Jack, could have happened to North. Exactly. Yeah. But it didn't. Yeah. It's just it's like that super ser- super soldier serum from kept from MCU. Yeah. It exactly. just amplifies of what you can become. Chris uh not Chris. Steve Rogers became good. Yep. But what's his name? Um Captain The Soldier. Yeah. I can't remember his name. The one in Winter Soldier and Yeah, that's right. Falcon, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. He didn't. Because that's not his center. Exactly. Yeah. It's the same thing with like My Hero Academia. Okay. It's the same thing with Bakugo. Yeah. All the villains assume that he would become bad. But Eraserhead knew he won't turn bad because deep down this guy wants to be a hero. That's his core. He's not angry at the world. He's angry at himself for not becoming better. Right. Okay. He's yeah. just angry. He's not angry at the world. Yeah. Which the villains kind of overestimated and tried to recruit him. Which is, it will never work. That's true. Yeah. That's his yeah. core. That's yeah. his center. Yeah. So yeah, it's it really just at the end of the day, what makes Pitch Pitch was because at his core, at the center, he wanted to be acknowledged. Yeah, like exactly. a lot of people do. Exactly. Like everyone yeah, yeah, does, yeah. you know? Why do you think social media is such a big thing? Because it's everybody, everybody who wants to be acknowledged, wants to be noticed is on there. And it just made Pitch who Pitch is. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that's the reason why this villain works in the show. Yeah, for and sure. A lot of the storyline that's being written in the show works as well because... Yeah, so you have this classic parallel of heroes and mm-hmm. the hero and the... But you also have like the the relationships. That's something that I really love about the show as well. Like you... Although the show is only an hour and a half, right? Okay. Fairly short show. But I think even yeah. then, you get to see all the relationship between the characters very, very... Yeah, definitely. I mean, we did mention earlier about the whole Easter Bunny and <laughs> they are challenging <laughs> each other. But through all these little like details in the show, it feels so believable. That sure, each yeah. one of them have their own rivalry mm-hmm. because of the different season. Yeah. Uh, the reason why Teferi is not even in that uh, show because she is working 24, 24 hours. 24-7. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the other two is uh, seasonal. Yeah, so Sandy is Sandy 24-7 as well. As well. Yeah. So they don't really compete with Sandy. <laughs> the two of them try to compete with 
I mean, the com- main competitor is uh, North and North Bunny. and Bunny, right? Yeah, yeah. and Jack <laughs> and Jack, yeah, <laughs> because they are seasonal. <laughs> yeah, precisely. Yeah, the the ones that are working every day just oh yeah, that seems fun. I'm gonna join them, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I love the 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 imagery of the character North as well. Okay, he is supposed to be. He portrays the patriarchal girl so well. Yeah, because there are so many layers to him. Yes, like everybody knows the classic image of Santa Claus. Yes, and he does look like Santa Claus with his beard and everything. Yeah. But you look like he rolls up his sleeves, you see the naughty and nice tattoos. Yeah, yeah. He wields the two kind of cutlasses. Yeah. He's kind of like a Russian supernatural pirate. <laughs> yeah. On his sleigh that is amazing. Yeah. Which is so awesome. That imagery of this Santa Claus is so freaking cool, man. Yeah, and the imagery of the sled, a sled as well. Sleigh, yeah. Sleigh. It's so awesome because normally you hear the jingle sounds. Yeah. This time around, it's more like the crashing <laughs> Of yeah, a yeah. hardwood against yeah. the snow and others. <laughs> that is so awesome, man. I love it when they take Christmas stuff like uh, Santa Claus and like the sleigh and iconic Christmas stuff and turn it on its head a little bit. Mm. If you do it well, it's so good. Yeah. You know, I, something I'm curious about this show is the world building. Mm-hmm. Because this com- it comes from the book, right? Yep. I mean, for example, in this show alone, we get to see multiple worlds of the different... The, the multiple home of the different characters, mm-hmm. guardians. And I thought that was so cool because... It's so well developed. Although they just show it for five minutes yeah. or so, you kind of know how the North Pole looked like. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the North Pole. You know, there's this giant yeah, globe. Yeah, yeah. And then at the side, there's all the toy factory yep. where you get to see the elf are just screwing <laughs> shit up. Whereas the, the Yetis are, Yetis are doing work. They are working but always get bossed around <laughs> by a sen- uh, by uh, sorry, North. Sorry, North. Yeah. That was hilarious because it's just a bit like yeah, he's the boss, right? And then yeah. say, oh, paint it red, paint it blue, you know, that kind of thing. Here's the thing as well, what I love. You see, you get to see the, the domain of Santa Claus, which is yes. the North Pole, which is the village of Christmas, right? Yeah. And you see, it's like a very happy, jolly place because they're all working. They're working hard. Yeah. But it's crunch time only one day of a year. Yeah. You go to the Easter Bunny. Well, I can't remember what it called. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. There are all the tunnels. Yeah. Which is, makes sense because the Easter Bunny travels by tunnels. Yep. For some reason, I don't know why. Because it's a hair. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Bunny. But like, you know, it the tunnels go everywhere in the world. <laughs> That's the yeah, curious so, thing. Yeah. It, you see all the egg themed things, like the egg titans. Oh yeah. Kind of thing. Which it's a bit is like awesome. a right? Yeah. yeah. The eggs are also just run around and get themselves painted. Yeah, with the legs. And he has yeah. this giant space for everything because he needs a lot of space to hold everything to perform for one day. Yeah. You get to the Tooth Fairy, it's constantly busy. Yes, it's it's like a crossing exchange. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like an interchange or interchange. An intersection yeah, exactly, yeah. where everybody has to go. It's like a hub. Yeah. And because they have to store the teeth, they have to have a lot of logistics because they're working every single day. Exactly. And she is yeah. the one there that has to make sure everything is going. Yeah, she's the, she's the boss. Man. Yeah. And they need the storage space for the teeth. Yeah. So you don't see a domicile or a domain for Sandy because he is also working all the time. People are sleeping all the time. He has to be constantly traveling the globe and he yeah. doesn't have kind of minions or henchmen. Yeah. It's, it's just all him. him. Yeah. And he needs to be putting people to sleep and giving them dreams all the way every single day. So he doesn't go to sleep or go elsewhere for office or anything. Yeah. He's working all the he's time. He's working all the time. So yeah. you see him constantly traveling which is so cool. Yeah. Which is awesome because only Sandy is working closely with the kids and yeah. you know, Exactly. Because the fact that yeah, only Sandy that actually is working like yep. hands on. Yep. Because he himself is he's the only the, one that yeah. can do it. Yeah. Precisely. Which is of course that's why he's the strongest. He's of a, course, he's the most overpowered yeah. <laughs> being. Of course. Yeah. But it's so cool. It's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, and then you can see Pitch Black's domain as well. Yeah. All the cages and everything. Exactly. It's yeah. in the shadows. Yeah. That's really cool. Cause this remind me of like you know what you keep behind the cupboard, keep yeah. under your bed. Precisely. Which is what the whole story of. You know, the boogeyman wants the instant yeah. ball, right? Yeah. And how cool is his weapon, the scythe? Oh, yeah. What a freaking amazing weapon, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of them have their iconic weapons. The boomerang. Oh, yes. The, the, the cutlasses, the scythe, and his uh, jack staff. Yeah. So, I mean, Sandy is essentially a mage, so he doesn't need a weapon. That's and true, the fairy doesn't really fight. She doesn't, right? No, or... she has a minions, a drove of minions to attack. So, she is like the druid. Mm, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. She's she's the commoner, <laughs> the commoner that doesn't engage in battle. True. 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 And Santa has his whole army as well, of yetis. And yeah. Elves. Exactly. That is that is the awesome. That's like yeah. That's really awesome. I think that's really cool. They have their armies. Yeah. Sandy doesn't because he's too overpowered. Yes. yes. He doesn't. But they, uh, the tooth fairy has baby teeth. Yeah. 
Baby tooths? Baby tooth, yeah. Baby tooths? Baby teeth? Oh man, that's a good question. They're the little fairies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the oh, I love the they were using the egg bombs mm-hmm. in the battle. Mm-hmm. Just like throwing the egg bombs and just Oh yeah. That's so cool, man. And I also love the way that the sleigh travels and North travels as well. With the orb, he throws it. Oh, then, yeah. It creates a portal and yes. then he goes through it. Yeah. That is so freaking cool, man. That is so true. That orb, he's like, oh, Tooth Palace, throw, goes through it. And then when they're leaving, it's all the sleigh does it because apparently the the portal went to the portal went to Jamie's sister. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's her name? Susan? I can't Susie? remember. Susie? Susie. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember. But she was able to control it as well. Oh, that moment is so ridiculous though. Which one? The part where they reached ba- uh, Easter Bunny's uh, home ground. Uh-huh. And then they were they heard some sound because people are right. All the eggs were running away from... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then like, you heard a scream. Yeah, and then they're like, oh, let's pipe. <laughs> then they're all getting ready. And all of a sudden you see Sophie. Oh, Sophie, yeah. Sophie running out. <laughs> and just enjoying herself. Yeah, and then you man. see the two fairy like, here, let me do it. Hi there, little girl. Do you see these teeth? Look at all that with the gums and the blood on it. <laughs> like they really don't know how to... <laughs> yeah, exactly. They don't know how to interact with kids anymore because the only one that really does hands-on stuff... That is- sounds weird. the only one that is on the job interacting (laughs) with kids is sandy (laughs) my goodness man and he wasn't there anymore (laughs) yeah he's not there anymore and jack and jack no but jack not really he oh yeah he does he does he plays with the kids all but the kids (laughs) (sighs) every time man no 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 no, no. (laughs) he helps the kids have fun every single day every single day snow days yeah exactly snow days are because of jack yeah, although nobody ever seen him. Yeah. So it's such a sad life. Yeah, it's easy to write Jack off. That was a purpose. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but it's so cool when uh, Jamie finally yeah. sees Oh my god, that's such a touching moment. Yeah. Wait, wait, you hear me? And you see Jamie just wide-eyed, slack-jawed, and just nods. Do you see me? And he nods again. <laughs> that's such a good scene. Oh my god, yeah. Actually, that's one of, of, one of the most amazing moments. Yeah. Because... That was so touching. Like, yeah. like, like I said, everybody wants to be acknowledged. Yeah. Jack also wants to be acknowledged. Of course, yeah. Pitch just went around by it the wrong way around. Yeah. And Jack finally getting noticed, finally getting acknowledged. It's amazing. Yeah. And the way he kind of drew the bunny and just pulled the bunny out and danced around. Yeah. And then it became snowing in his room and Jamie was like, snow? Jack Frost? And then he starts to believe in Jack Frost and then you see him materialize. That is so beautiful. It is, yeah. I also really love another scene with Cupcake. Cupcake? Cupcake is the big girl. Oh, yeah. Cupcake, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then Jack throws the yeah the snowball at her and she just suddenly has fun. And then she just starts playing with all of them. Yeah. Uh, there was this funny scene with Cupcake as well when the, one of the the younger, uh, one of the friends, the guys, he was looking down. What, what's going on? And then he looked on. Cupcake? Cupcake yeah. was sliding down <laughs> yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. kid with the glasses, right? The kid with the glasses, yeah. 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 <laughs> the, one that was, the one that say. I will, like, who will save the Guardians? I will, I will. And he's like, I'll try. Yeah. So <laughs> then, cute, man. What's the few of you against my army? Or, you know, then, like, then he just start running behind us. Yep. Like, <laughs> oh, it's a really, really crazy good movie. It's so difficult to pinpoint, like, my favorite moments because, honestly speaking, there are so many good moments in yeah, this movie. Yeah, I agree. I think there's so many moments that makes me emotionally like, oh my god, this is such a good moment. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for me, it will really be that question that always... Uh, North always posed to me every time I watch this show. Why is your your center? Yeah. What do you think your center is? We can find that out in doing more. Sure, let's ask that. Yeah. What is your center? That shall be our topic for more. Yeah, so stay tuned to this Thursday for Potterly More where we will be talking about our centers. Yes. And now we do have like more backlog technically. What do you mean? From last week's episode where we are supposed to be sharing about our <laughs> <laughs> favorite Christmas movies. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll, if we if we if we get there, we get there. You know. <laughs> if we get there, we get, hey, you're in this for the journey, not for the destination. Exactly. We are not working overtime. <laughs> <laughs> we did already, man. Last week was insane. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Last week was insane. I barely gotten any sleep though since then because I've just been playing Pokemon all the way. Well. I can't say that I'm not doing similar to that <laughs> despite me needing to sleep because I have to yeah, uh, wake up early yeah, but but yeah I would have done the same and I am actually doing the same 
So what about the future of Gar- uh, Guardians of the Galaxy? <laughs> Rise well, of then. the Guardians. <laughs> <laughs> They're supposed there might be a Guardians 2. Did you know that? Oh, I did not know that. I thought it's game over, you know. It's been so it's, long. And- well, it's been very long, but they were saying they were considering uh, Rise of the Guardians 2. They were, I think most recently was 2020 or something like that. Or maybe 2019, before the pandemic hit. Okay. So gotta blame the pandemic for everything. <laughs> But I think they were considering doing it because it is quite, it has quite a good rating on Rotten Tomatoes, like 70 something percent. It does, but I don't know how popular they are actually with the masses. Yeah, that's true. But the thing is, DreamWorks are in a dire strait, are in dire straits now. Actually, that's true. Yeah, it's quite tough for DreamWorks right now, right? Yeah, because Disney has their own streaming platform and everything, and DreamWorks still has to rely on Netflix, which isn't bad. It's a good thing, I feel, that DreamWorks has a partnership with Netflix and stuff like that but their last few movies were like what Captain Underpants oh like um, Abominable maybe oh yeah I didn't watch that as well Boss Baby maybe I think yeah then like um, this ridiculously bad movie called Rise of the Titans <laughs> well it was very good 98% of the movie was really good <laughs> I must admit yeah because essentially right, um, How Trade Dragon franchise is over yeah Madagascar franchise is probably over yeah. Kung Fu Panda franchise is probably over. Yeah. Shrek has been kind of they done shouldn't, for yeah, a while. Yeah. It's it's squeezed till death. Yeah. Trolls is still maybe still around, but it's kind of played out as well already. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's really just about it, right? Yeah, I think they they need another series that can, you know, match up to all these things. Yeah. Because Shrek was amazing. Oh, I, they, they have the Puss in Boots movie coming out too. But that's still within the Shrek-verse. Right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Shrek, Shrek-verse. Shrek-verse. But yeah, they. I feel that they need a good one. You yeah. Know? They need a good franchise that they can kind of really make run. Honestly speaking, Troll Hunters would have been it. But the ending kind of spoiled everything, I feel. They could have made it into like... Well, the reboot is fine. You know, it, they, they, rebooted it, they rebooted it better. They could have milked the whole movie franchise out of Troll Hunters. Because it's action adventure. Yeah. Like kids will you can get like kids will be interested. Adults will be interested. Yeah. And then you can bring in you know what they should do? Here's me and my brain running off and stuff. They should make an action adventure series for Netflix under DreamWorks Umbrella that is all about a group of kids, teenagers. And obviously, it's animated series. I forgot to mention that because okay, yeah. everything I talk about is animated series. Yep. Because if you've listened to the party before, thank you. I'm sorry. If you're new to the party, I'm sorry. But my favorite medium is animated series. Yes. And I feel they should make DreamWorks should make an animated series about a group of kids, kind of like in the vein of Troll Hunters, where there is definite one they they find they come across an item or an artifact or something like that that turns one of them into a dimension traveling hero. Okay. And he goes with his friends to different dimensions to maybe, I don't know, bring find some artifacts to bring stability back to his dimension. It's like a fantasy series. Okay. And he comes across different universes, like the Troll Hunter universe, or a version or a parallel universe of what you know as the Troll Hunter universe, where at the end of everything, they kind of go away with a blueprints of the medallion. And they can build one themselves. You can try travel to How to Train Your Dragon or a parallel universe of what we know as How to Train Your Dragon. You can bring dragons to the fray. You can go into Shrek and bring like classic kind of gingerbread man characters, you know, the blind mice and everything into the fray as well. You can go to Megamind and have superheroes join the fray. And you can have what was another property that I wanted to mention? Oh my goodness. Kung Fu Panda. Oh, right, And yeah. you can have like be have the animals or have your people, have the main characters train in the style of like the Dragon Warrior. Mm, okay. And then it could just build on it and then at the end, you, you find that like, this is just me like going ridiculous. You find that the, the end, the big bad in the whole series is like a dimension traveling kind of bad character. Right, right, yeah. I haven't fleshed it out. I just thought of it right in the moment. <laughs> but that would be a very cool way to like Stephen King everything and join all your universes. I guess so, yeah. That that also sounds a bit like the how what the Disney is doing with Loki, right? Kind of, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Putting Which, everything together and yeah. Honestly speaking, Guillermo del Toro won't be the worst name to put to this kind of project. If you watch Cabinet of Curiosities recently, it came out on, on Netflix for Christmas. 
Oh, not, not Christmas. Yet, not Come out for Netflix for Halloween. Yeah. yeah. And it's a pretty good series. It's an anthology series based on writers for different stuff. There are like two H.P. Lovecraft episodes in it, which are just brilliant. Okay. I freaking love those. But he's not a bad name to tag to this big franchise as well. You also have Aliens in Three Below, man. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And you have fantasy stuff. Oh, you know what? Wizard. You're done. Just do something set in the wizard's vein. Mm. You know, have a character from like that world come out and just do stuff like that. There you go. Tie everything together. Yeah, actually, that's what they tried. They tried to do with uh Troll Hunter series. No, they didn't tie in other franchises. Oh, they do. Oh, okay. Yeah, they don't try tie in franchise other franchises, but yeah, tie all the different stories together. Uh, it was oh, always actually, the plan though yeah. for the Troll Hunters so, franchise, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the Arcadia storylines. Yeah. It was always the plan to use the wizards to tie everything together, yeah. which is amazing actually. Which is really good. That's yeah. what they should do, and then you can have like your big bad, one of his generals be Pitch. Oh right, yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you can have them just go wreak havoc on everything. Yeah, well, okay, that's that sounds amazing actually. Yeah, <laughs> but actually for this show, I mean, it would be amazing if they have season two, and I think. You mean a second movie? A second movie. Season <laughs> 2. Yeah, a second movie of this uh, Rise of Guardians because I really love the characters. Yeah, for sure. And the thing is, the characters here are so fleshed out uh, even with the single movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If there's a s- second movie, I think that would be so awesome because you get to maybe see not just Jack, but maybe you get to see deeper for any of these Guardians. Have but you, you can... thought of what a second movie might entail? Oh, I haven't actually, but because I thought there won't ever be a second movie. But of course, after you mentioned that, what other mythical, not mythical, uh, stories that we are told? Actually, you know what? I'm just sorry. I'm going yeah. back to my my idea. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pitch Black will be the brilliant big bad. He comes across this universe, finds something that allows him to travel dimensions, and he realizes that in every dimension there is always darkness, and he he pulls the power from different dimensions to make himself the big bad. Now that sounds like the Batman who laughs. Yeah, exactly. Precisely. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, everything is kind of similar oh, yeah, to yeah, everything. Oh, yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not putting it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. why not? If yeah. it's a good idea, steal it, man. That's exactly. what I do with all my games and like my stories. It's a good idea. That's steal true. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? <laughs> and anyway, on it. You uh, have your take on it. Yeah, and anyway, Pitch is a very unique villain as yeah, well. Yeah, precisely. And he's brilliant, yeah. which, makes him, which makes him the perfect villain to find something like this and True. make full use of it. And then you can bring in villains from other char- from other series, you know? Like, one of the bad guys is Grimmel the Grizzly, and he's the one hunting all of them down. Oh, yeah. That you, would be yeah, crazy. you can have, um, what's his name? Oh, my goodness, the skeleton from Troll Hunters. Skeleton from Troll Hunters. Um, Angorot. Oh, Angorot. Angorot, yeah. You can have Angorot be one of his, like, generals as well. You can bring back Morgana. Oh, yeah. And you just go ham, man. I forgot how amazing that show is. Oh, actually. yeah. Honestly speaking, right? <laughs> that, that series is really good. Yeah, because the moment you bring Angorot, Morgana, yeah, these are crazy-ass awesome villain. Yeah. And then if you want some comedy, you bring in like a like your fairy godmother. Oh, but she's a delicious villain. She's a well. really good villain as well. Yeah. And like, Pitch is giving them what they need to take over their realms. Yeah. But he's going to be the leader of the multiverse kind of thing. I guess so, yeah. If everything is darkness, then he's going to win. True, true, yeah. I mean, it's also a... It won't be targeted for directly for kids. So if you really want, don't even use the fairy godmother. Use something like a evil stepmother, you know? Why not? Yeah, why not? Yeah, exactly. And yeah. that would be so freaking cool, man. Yeah. I would just love to see Pitch come back as like a big bad for something. And I think this... He would be a really good big bad for a series like a multi planner slash dimensional big bad for a, a some a group of young protagonists. True, true. But I do I do I do agree with you with the fact that I would love to see Pitch back on the screen. Mm-hmm, yeah. I would love to see Jack back on the screen. Mm, yeah. Jack Black? Uh, Jack Black. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, that too, yeah, but stay tuned for the Mario episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what about you guys? Uh we went on a crazy tangent. But an amazing tangent. <laughs> we uh, sure we did. <laughs> no, I I was encouraging you because that was awesome to hear as well. I mean, all these are super comic book ish. Mm, that yeah. we love comic books, right? Yeah. And amazing stories comes from there as well. Yeah. So what about you guys? Do you guys love this show as much as we do? 
do you consider this as a Christmas show, like me? Or is this an Easter show for you? Would you like to see that crazy, ridiculous story I, I mentioned at the end over here? Oh, yeah, let exactly. Us know. If you do and you know someone from DreamWorks, let us know as well. Or please let them know of us. If you want to hire me, <laughs> let me know as well. Well, actually, he'll work for free for this. True, very true. Yeah. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah, exactly. And you can reach us at the Bodity. Which is T H E P O D D I T Y. Brain not working. I no longer know how to spell uh, the podity. <laughs> yeah. Was it because you were thinking of the podity? I kind of did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the moment I stopped, like, oh, no, this is going to be another podity. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but once again, for real, the podity at T-H-E-P-O-D-I-T-Y. On Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Also, coming this Thursday, we are back at regular sh- schedule. Yes, that's Unlike right. last week, uh, will be the po- episode of Podity More, where, again, we will be talking about our backlog of conversation that has been growing. Yep. No, well, uh, we'll be talking about what we think our center is. Yes, exactly. And yeah. then maybe if we get to it, we'll be talking about what some of our favorite Christmas <laughs> movies are. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And... Also, stay tuned for next week. Yes. For we will be talking about apparently a TV series. Yes. Called Dash and Lily. We're getting really into the Christmassy things now. Yeah, I guess so. Episode yeah. 50. Wow. Episode 50 of The Podity. This is getting crazy, man. Epi- the Podity episode 50. It just sounds so weird, man. I don't know why I'm saying that. But yes, so stay tuned next week for an episode regarding Dash and Lily. And if you haven't checked it out, it's available on Netflix. Go check it out. We can talk about it next week. Yeah. Thanks for letting me know because I have it's to check it out. It's only eight episodes. <laughs> Yo, no, no. Yeah, exactly. I'm saying thank and you for letting like me know. Because 20 minutes an episode, you know. You can get it done easily. Of course, yes. It's course. so quick, you know. It doesn't even matter. Yeah. It's like a two-day watch. Easy. Two-day? Yeah, Easy. For average people, not us. Oh, yeah. Okay, right. An <laughs> episode of 23 minutes is a one thing, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's not even a, it's not even, it's, it's not even like an arc. Exactly. Thank you once again for listening and we are sorry as well. I'm Steven. <laughs> I'm Jack Frost. No, you're not. <laughs> I'm Nathaniel. <laughs> Thank you for listening once again. Bye. We'll catch you on more.